Is the State Department currently preparing to engage with the Biden transition team? And if not, at what point does a delay hamper a smooth transition or pose a risk to national security? There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. All right. We're ready. The world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes. When the process is complete, there'll be electors selected. There's a process. The Constitution lays it out pretty clearly. The world should have every confidence that the transition necessary to make sure that the State Department is functional today. Welcome, everybody. To me, the good. I am Tootsie, along with the captain. What's up? We just heard Secretary Pompeo um, displaying a little bit of humor and what we also hope is truth. Um, it is uh, day seven of Election Day. We still have states that haven't finished counting because um, apparently they can count 80 percent, 90 percent of the vote in one day, but 10 percent takes six. It's been a hot mess. Everyone's tired. Everyone's stressed. Well, it, it takes longer to count the votes when you have to add more votes to keep counting. Yeah, it, it's. Or do we do we have do we have an election deadline in this country? I mean, is there, I, I want to say it's normally wrapped up by like December third, and December twentieth is when the electors actually go. It's to the fourteenth. It's the fourteenth this year. But I'm saying, like, you know, what happened? What happened to uh, the polls close? Right, no more votes after the polls close. So we have early voting. We have earlier voting. We have even earlier voting, and now we have late voting. So what's the point? Why can't we just? Why can't more Republicans just get up and go and vote tomorrow? You because know, is that is that is that where we're at? Because uh, I feel like that's the situation. Well, they wouldn't take our votes if we went late. Now, they would just change it to another Biden vote. Uh, we'll see. Um, so, the the reports on I, I've been on Facebook, hate Facebook right now for many reasons, but. All the stuff you're seeing, there's so many things that are going on. Sometimes it's hard to tell what's true and what's not in your feed. Uh, there's some things that I've saw that I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. And then I look it up and, of course, it's not true or something that seems too crazy to be true. And then you look it up and sure enough, there's an official court filing with a sworn affidavit behind it. Right. And I don't know about you, Captain, but I've gotten into some some discussions on Facebook and they're like, Oh, show me evidence, show me evidence, show me evidence. I'm like, here you go. Here, here's the here's problem. a 70 page lawsuit with Here, sworn affidavits. Here's the problem with arguing with um, a liberal is that you can bring fact after fact after fact and they'll just call you a liar. And, and to them, that's good enough for them to win the argument. I mean, it's been that way for the past four years. Well, mine and it's going to continue been, to be that way. Absolutely. But mine's always been. Here's some facts. And then they say, well, oh, that's from Fox or that's from Daily Wire. So I don't consider that credible. I'm like, well, I don't consider anything you, it, you, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, and then like, I'm like, you know, at the beginning I was like, okay, well, what would you find credible? Cause I'll post CNN, I'll post MSNBC, I'll post the New York Times, because generally if you skip down to the bottom of any of their articles about the same thing, that's where the truth shows up in the second or third to last paragraph. It's Between the, I don't trust the source and whatever. It's the same thing with the Biden investigation, you know, with bringing up Hunter Biden's uh, laptop. It's the same thing. You know, they're they're coming out with it. They're, they're leak, not not leaking, but reporting more information on this laptop of, you know, of all the the patch, 
bad stuff he's done, you know, and, you know, they attach him to all these things. But, oh, it's fake because, you know, I mean, I came from the New York Post and, you know, it, it's it's lies because it's about our new Lord and Savior, Joe Biden. You know, that that's what kills me about it is that they 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 want to blame Trump supporters for being this, this cult mentality when they are far worse. It's projection. Than anyone it's, I've ever met in my entire all life. Projection, when it comes down the to entire it. Democrat Party machine, the media machine that backs it up. You know, they it's won't all even, projection. They won't even look at the information because it goes against what they believe. So they, they don't even want to be educated, no matter how much you try to educate them. They don't want to be educated on what could possibly be true. You I know? mean, like, how many of the things did we read? Coming out of the Mueller team, the Mueller report, you know, we were like, okay, maybe there's something here, right? Like, I didn't turn away any evidence that was presented over the Trump-Russia thing until I started looking into it and being like, okay, here's the anonymous sources. Here's the other. They're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. I believe, I believe you and I actually had, had a conversation during the whole Mueller report thing. And I'm like, man, if, that, if this is actually what Trump did, then yeah, he needs to go down. Absolutely. You know, I mean, cause but now here we have another candidate who a month and a half before the election was exposed to actually be selling out American foreign policy to get his family rich. Yeah, But we knew that before because he had I mean, he came out and said it. He said it. And you know, in his interview, he said the same exact thing that they were accusing Trump of. Pay for play. Quid pro quid pro quo. The same exact things that they accused Trump for. He admitted to. OK. So you already you already impeached Trump over this. So Biden just gets a slap on the wrist and nothing. No, we elect him as our president. I mean, this 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 is the shittiest story I've ever seen in my life. And I don't understand why it's being written. Well, I mean, so back to the election, because I know we can go on for a long time about that. So getting back to the election, I mean, here's the here's the rub of it is. We still have counts going on and recounts going on in Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona, right? All these states are still not what you would call a, a kind of a final legit count. It depends on whose map you look at. It, it does. But I'm saying that in, in terms of the vote count itself being certifiable by the secretary of state. All these places are up in litigation. There's all kind of stuff going on. Um, it, there's just the, the statistical anomalies alone are enough. So let's let's start there, right? So we're coming into this election. America is in the middle of a recovery from the coronavirus lockdowns. The Chinese virus. The Wuhan G virus. I come, I'm going to call it the G virus. That's my. That's the show's official name for it right now. It's the G virus. See, I like kung flu. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Too. <laughs> I think I, like, kung, I think kung flu just works perfectly. Kung flu does, but it, it needs to be hung around Xi Jinping's neck. This is his government. This is his cover up. This is his failure. There's nothing more insulting to a man like that than to be than to have this kind of shit wrung around his neck, and he needs it. This is the G virus to me. It always will be. So. China unleashes this pandemic on the world, doesn't give anybody a heads up. And then, you know, true to form, we have absolutely crazy people in our country who, despite all the evidence that's come out in the last few months, 
continue lockdown policies that keep the economies shut down, right? Yes, we 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 breached on this over and over again. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to get into We're it. We're not going to get into it any more than that. <laughs> but so that's part of what's going at the election, and then you've got the the most the least bit of enthusiastic candidate I've ever seen. Right, the enthusiasm gap for, between Biden and Trump, dude. He shut his election down five days before his 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 campaign down ten days out from the election. He went quiet for five days. Because yeah, he didn't want to have to answer questions about all the stuff that was discovered in Hunter he Biden's email. He didn't have to campaign. The media did it for him. Oh, they worked harder than he did. For sure. Everybody else who said anything positive about Joe Biden's campaign worked harder than he did. I mean, I've never seen a presidential campaign. I know we're, we're not, you know, we're not young, but we're not old either. You know, we've only seen so many print campaigns in our adult lives. See, the only ones that matter, the only ones that I was able to vote for was uh, Bush too. Yeah. Um, Obama, one and two. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Bush. The first one I voted in was in 2000. Yeah, I know. that was our first election in 2000, election. which was also a, uh, can't think of the word. Contested. Contested. There you go. In 2000 was also a contested election. So apparently we're, we're batting a thousand on these things. Um, you know, but yeah, we voted for uh, Bush Jr. twice, uh, Obama twice. Trump once, so five elections, yeah. six elections in our I've our never lifetime. seen I've never seen a candidate do this little. I've never seen I've seen local dog catchers campaign harder than Joe Biden did. Right? You're talking about a guy who packed stadiums versus a guy whose total campaign rallies since he was waving at an empty since, fucking interview. Since airfield. he <laughs> since he declared in the primary, if you took all of Joe Biden's campaign attendees and added them all up. They would still not equal a Trump rally. That's how big of a and and just the polls will get into that maybe because I I just don't. There's no we don't even need to. Polls are terrible. No polls. I don't believe on either I, I side. Don't, I would never. And if the the fact that Pennsylvania is even contested right now is driving me nuts. I mean, you're, you're looking at another state that depends on on fracking and and oil fracking field. and coal. You know, fracking and coal. I'm sorry, fracking and coal. And the main thing that the Biden campaign wants to, to do is to eliminate fossil fuels and move on to green energy, which, once again, let me just state, I'm OK with. OK, but you can't eliminate fossil fuels. No. OK. How thick do you have to be to believe that you can just get rid of fossil fuels and you're going to automatically be on green energy? That's dumb. You need the fossil fuels to build the items to make the green energy, to transport the items for green energy. Yeah, there's no, well, there is an and, 18, electric 18-wheeler, but it's not even in mass production. Yeah, but how are you going to build it? <laughs> the components that are made to build this 18-wheeler come from, guess what? Mining. Mining and oil drilling and yep. fracking. And there's... You know, and this guy, and Biden comes out and says that he's going to eliminate fossil fuels and move on in Pennsylvania's and in, in I can't even make words. It's it's frustrating you know, because Pennsylvania here, is up it for, would for be whatever. like Louisiana voting for Biden. It makes no sense because the main one of the main parts of your economy, this guy threatened to destroy. And not to mention Trump worked so hard to get steel production back into Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
I mean, the, the pandemic is speechless. <laughs> the, the G virus and then all the stuff that followed was really a gift this election, I think. And this is where I've been at on this election the whole time, right? Joe Biden was the nominee because this was before the pandemic. So you got to remember that none of this was was thought about. And people didn't understand this. He, did, he stood no chance, right? And before the pandemic, whoever was nominated stood no chance. They were Trump dead, was, Trump, dead yeah. in the water. So they got Biden in there because. Biden politically kept investigations of Ukraine and all the shady shit that was going on there off limits, right? So it, it kept it out of the, the news and it kept it politically off limits. Then you, you, you get picked Kamala Harris. The reason Kamala got picked is because she was the least popular of the candidates. So. She wouldn't get any, she wouldn't, da- they wouldn't damage any of the more quote unquote electable people like Buttigieg or whatever. They had to get rid of Bernie, period. So well, that was another well, part of it. They need to just ship him out the pasture. Well, he's, he's training his replacements right now. Um, I, Bernie's Angels. We can AOC, call him that. Baby. Yeah. We can call him Bernie's Angels because it's like him in the four squad. Uh, but so you do that. And now, you say, okay, here's the two people. One's just too old. This is going to be his last hurrah. The other one, she was never going to get any votes in a Democrat primary anyway. So we'll put her as VP. And then maybe she can kind of like, you know, campaign a little more vigorously than Biden can. And uh, maybe get some good shots in on Mike Pence in the VP debate. So it was all picked to do the least damage to any real Democrat candidates that they were actually thinking about running in 2024. Then the coronavirus hit. And everyone was like, oh, now this is a chance to shut the economy down and put Biden over the top. After the first couple of months, when we, you know, as we started to figure out more about this virus, and then it became more and more evident. And then the, you know, the protests and the riots started uh, in the summer. So now the whole narrative of the of the lockdowns was blown out of the water because you just let 26 million people, according to the New York Times, protest in the streets for two months. Three months, right? Yeah, but here's the kick. Okay, the the reason the protests started and the reason all this started, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the conspiracies on this. Was that the Corona stuff, the G virus, as you like to say, was calming down? Yeah, we were headed in a direction to where it was calming down. Things were starting to open yeah. up again. Um, you know, Florida went ahead. They opened up Disney World, opened up Universal Studios. They started to get their economy rolling again. And guess what? The nation's economy started bouncing back, right? Right. And that what was Trump's biggest thing going on into the election? The economy. It was his economy because it's booming. It's that was that was ever been. Baby. That was going to recruit him to re-election okay. without barring some national crisis. You know, so I mean, it was that was it. So the economy was rebounding, the stock market's rising. You know, the middle class is starting to to have to see the light at the end of the tunnel of this, you know, pandemic, and we were going to be able to move on. And continue our lives. Well, now we we had to find this this cop who kneeled on this guy's neck who was going to die of an overdose in the next five minutes anyway. You know, so let's go ahead and well, that's our martyr for this. So Black Lives Matter, you know, Antifa riding in the streets for months, as you said, just put more stain on Trump. Anything they could do to put more stain on Trump. These shootings and these riots, to me, have always just been so. Um, 
God, like I said, I'm so frustrated with everything. I can't think of words. Convenient. You know, they've always been so convenient because every time the numbers started going up and everything started getting better for Trump, something else happened that made it made the country go into turmoil. And again. the Democrats are really good at capitalizing on opportunities. Right. Or creating. Never, never let it. Well, you know, some some things, maybe some things, maybe not some things. You know, I, I try not to explain with conspiracy things that can be attributed to stupidity or just opportunity. You know, like the the virus was an opportunity. Yeah, that's and not a conspiracy. The virus is real, people. The virus it, is real. It's real. But the opportunity it created to mold it into something it wasn't was seized upon. But you have these things. You have COVID. You have but all, the, in all the, these things in lead the to the narrative of what's going on right now yeah. in this country. And then now we get to the election. And the media has been able to bury, and big tech has been able to bury the most damaging information ever to come out about a presidential candidate before an election. I mean, we're talking about an international corruption ring headed by Joe Biden that was designed to enrich his family by using U.S. foreign policy to leverage other countries. Completely illegal. Completely unethical. Used Air Force too, by the way, to go to China. And well, what's bad is he's made, he actually was a really shitty negotiator, whether on purpose or just because he's not good. This created a serious problem because now the U.S. has been hurt. You know, like our interests were gone against, whether through ignorance, foolishness, stupidity, or through corruption. But his family profited. And you have a veteran, a very successful businessman came forward and blew the whistle on all this. He provided his stuff. You got Hunter's emails on his laptop, his text messages. Then you have another, uh, Bevan Cooney. You have his. So you've got three or four different sources of information, unlike the dossier, which was the only source, but it was circulated around D.C. enough to make it seem like it came from more than one source. And it was all lies anyway. But this is all true. And here's the media. Here's big tech suppressing this. So if this was if this kind of shit came out about Donald Trump, he was done. Dude, don't even get me started on Facebook fact checkers. Well, we'll get to them in a minute. But this is big tech's. This is a big tech thing. This is a big news thing. They continue to prop up this Manchurian candidate, Joe Biden. He's just an empty shell of what he used to be. In a normal election year, and I'm going to stress normal in our context of pre-COVID, pre-G virus, there's no way Joe Biden stood a chance. And he was the candidate you just put up there as a sacrificial lamb because you knew he wasn't going to win. And that's how I always view Joe Biden. I never thought he would have a chance until all these opportunities that were created were seized on by the Democrats and the Republicans just sat back and took it. It was too late for the, for the Democratic Party to crawfish from Joe Biden either. I mean, he was, yeah. you know, he, he was already he was already their, their choice. So. Once all this stuff came out, they had to find a way to suppress it. They had to find a way to make sure that they had to carry him. They it had to carry get it because he was their choice. Yeah, they had, they had, had no choice. They them. had no choice after this. So, but 
with big tech, I'm, I'm talking mostly Facebook and Twitter because that's that's the part portions I know about. Um, you know, they're fact checkers. I mean, can, can you if you don't see the 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 amount of bias in these fact checkers, it, it just just the reality of it, you know, it, it's insane. Yeah, you you can post direct quote from from one of the news articles that's out about the Biden laptop and they'll say, um, yeah, this, this post has been labeled as uh, false or um, campaign tampering or whatnot, you know, whatever word and verbiage they use, you know, they, they found a way to make the actual story go away by using their fact checkers. And you can't see, I'm using quotation marks in the air. They're fact checkers as, as the, the soldiers on the ground to stop the real story from coming out. Yeah. And this is, this all goes back to, and we, they're what, still using it to this day with the election going on yeah. seven days in. That's right. This is Tuesday. Yeah. This yeah, is uh, day seven of election day. So they're still, they're still using those guys. They're fact checkers to, you know, and, and they're stop just the real straight, story. And they're straight up censoring and suppressing posts. You know, that's, that's why I like Pauler. Despite despite you know. all the freaking evidence out there, like I'm looking at statistical analysis after statistical analysis. I'm looking at vote dump after vote dump. Right. These vote dumps of hundreds of thousands of ballots that came in in the middle of the night, three, four a.m. in the morning after they already stopped after, counting, after they stay paused counting. No, they stopped. Well, you know, what? yeah, they say they pause, but we'll get fact checked on that one. But they stopped counting for the night. Went home, which why would you stop counting if there was still a chance for Joe Biden? Why would you stop counting in the battleground states controlled by the Democrat machine? Why would you stop counting if Joe Biden still had a chance? Logically, Captain, why would you do it? I mean, you would. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I wouldn't stop counting. Right, because he has a chance. Yeah. I mean. Now, if he didn't have a chance, what would you do? You're going to wrap the shit up and go home. Mm -hmm. Call it a night. We're done. Right. Done here. What, if he did, over. what if he had a what if he didn't have a chance, but you knew you could give him a chance? What would you do? Oh, exactly what they did. Pause it. Pause it. I used to do it in Mario Brothers. Pause it. So I can go to the bathroom, take a break, get some water, unpause it so I can get right back at it and win the game. I mean, we all did it. You know, that's exactly what they did. They hit pause right when Mario was about to fall in the hole. That's what the pause button is. No, so I mean, it's just it's bullshit. I mean they they took the election they took the election into the fourth quarter in the 2 minute drill and they could have just kept driving to score the winning touchdown right but okay, they this, is, this wait, analogy works perfect in Georgia by the way cuz the Falcons have known for blowing fourth quarter yes, leads yes yeah. <laughs> <sighs> we got some football in I'm so happy uh, <laughs> so you 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 get down you get down and you're on the 20 yard line right you got 20 yards to go you're under 2 minutes you score you can win the game but instead, you take four knees in a row and you run the clock out and then everybody goes back into the locker room. But then the referees come out and say, hey, we're going to give you guys a fifth quarter just because. And sure enough, you just happen to, 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 to get enough points and get enough calls go your way to where you win in the fifth quarter. So what you're saying is the Patriots refs are in charge of the election. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. You mean the old Patriots ref, not the, two, the new the Patriots. 2000, the 2000 yeah, Patriots. The Brady ref. Patriots. Yes. Right. Uh, but no, I'm just saying that it, 
it, it's, it's just it. There's the, the statistical. I can't say statistically. Okay, so you're gonna have to the say statistical it probability <laughs> of all these late vote dumps. One being legitimate is is insane because all these vote dumps in every state, their election laws basically say there's no absentee ballots that can be delivered to a counting center after the polls close on election night, which is like 8 p.m. or well, whatever what, it was. What basically what basically makes but they them, show up. What what makes them so fishy? is the fact that you had thousands upon thousands, hundreds of thousands of votes show up and they're all for one candidate, people. Yeah. I mean, the country doesn't vote that way. The country votes 50-50 almost. Look, right? and this is- and, we, and it's broken down. That's why we have the electoral college because the vote's usually close to 50-50. You're going to have one who's going to popular, one who's not. By however many million votes or hundreds of thousands of votes is going to be, mm. right? But it- Statistically, it's still 50-50, right? I mean, yeah. And, you know, the, the, the votes may swing a little more one way than the other. But if you look at the early voting, so I'm going to link this on, on, on the show notes today. There's a uh, great thread on Twitter of someone who took a statistical breakdown of all the early votings in each state. And it showed that basically, the you know, the, it does uses the uh, the uh, – the dots like a data point mm-hmm. and then it shows the dot get closer and closer and closer. And then right when you get to like where it's all counted, all the lines are pretty much even. And then there's so, a straight up line for Biden. Now this is on, this is in like Florida and Texas and places like that. Right. Right. But you get to Pennsylvania, you get to Michigan, you get to Wisconsin. And Biden's line and makes a 90 degree and, angle. And then all of a sudden these statistical dots take a big jump. And almost form like stairs in some of the things. So when that happens, and the way that this was described that I liked it the best, uh, Steve Dace went over this, was you have the the postal system essentially acts like a dealer uh, at a casino. They're shuffling the votes together like you shuffle cards. And the more you shuffle the votes together, the more even that distribution becomes. So when you have an outlier that wasn't shuffled into the deck, it really stands out. And the whole point of having these ballots be all arrived before the polls closed is exactly so you don't have all these outlier issues. So you can look at the trend lines. You can look at the historical data and you can say, you know what? All these votes got here on time. They're probably legitimate, right? Would you have any question about that if they all got there on time? No, I mean, look. I wouldn't have any question about it. All right. Look, look. I, I was in Florida for this election, right? I, I was I took the family on a vacation. We were in Florida. Um, I was sitting there watching TV. We were headed home the next day. And I remember saying, I can't stay up late to watch this because I got a 10-hour drive tomorrow. So we're sitting in Florida in the hotel room. I get back from a nice, fun day with the family in, in the theme parks. And, you know, we get back to the room, everybody showered. I turn the TV on and I start watching. And I'm watching it come down. It, it was pretty much exactly as you'd expect it to be. You know, Trump's one of the states he's supposed to win. Biden's one of the ones he's going to win. You know, and then you're looking at the key battleground states. I mean, Texas was a, was a toss-up for a little while, but you saw that flip. Pennsylvania was a toss-up for a little while, and you saw that go solid red for Trump. You know, you're looking at Georgia, solid red. Um, Virginia was always blue, but Arizona, you know, showing some red. 
Michigan and Wisconsin, both showing solid red. And I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, it's, you know, they all report 90% vote, you know, vote done, you know, precincts reporting 90%. And I'm like, all right, well, this is pretty much done, right? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to get to listen to Trump's uh, speech, Joe Biden's concession speech, and I'm about to drive my happy ass back home. And I wake up in all those states that were serving solid red at 11 o'clock Eastern time are now blue. I mean, and then and then reading the stories as I'm stopping at a gas station to fill up, you know, as I'm filling up the car, which I have a hybrid, by the way. So I'm doing my part on green energy here <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my phone, reading stories and I'm like, oh, 138 extra thousand votes showed up. One hundred percent vote for Biden. Like that. Like if that doesn't scream fraud to anybody on any thought plane. It, it what does what does to you? Because to me, if it if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. Am I wrong? What? I mean, there you go. There's what? a duck right here in this room. There's a fucking duck. But I mean, that that's what I'm saying. This this no matter what happens in the end. All right. If if Trump wins after all these these lawsuits and recounts. That we're gonna have riots on our hands. If if Biden wins after all this, then I'll, I'll do my due diligence to say, all right. I mean, I'll, I'll accept the results of the election, but I am gonna put an asterisk next to his name. I've got so many questions about this whole process right now that I have no faith in our voting system anymore. Right? It's just like my faith in the FBI, just like my faith in the CIA, just like my faith in the Department of Justice to do their freaking jobs. Well, they're not because if they were, right. they'd be all over this but shit. But I'm saying that all of this has been destroyed during these last four years. And not to mention the integrity of our what's left of our mainstream media. We can get better news out of Australia than we can out of uh, our own country right now. Yeah. You know, it, it's sickening to me that we have to listen to CNN and Fox, even Fox. Yes, I said it. Fox bought and paid for by the Communist Party now, by the way. You know, Fox and CNN, CSN, you know, CSNBC, all of these just just constantly saying President-elect Biden because the AP went ahead and named him the winner of the election. Who the fuck gave them the right to do that? I, I have no. I've looked at the Constitution. It's not in there where the media decides who's the president. Right. The Federal Election Committee is the one who certifies the votes after everything's said and done. And then they announce who's going to be the uh, electors for who. And where they're coming from, where the votes come up for the Electoral College. Not the AP. Yeah, it's it was very irresponsible for the media to knowing that there's a recount in Georgia coming, knowing there's some serious constitutional and legal challenges in Pennsylvania going on right now. Yeah, but knowing they, knowing that it was very irresponsible of them for to call Biden the winner. They could have left the count at 259 or what. I think, uh, but you bring up the lawsuits to them, and they say you're lying. They call you bullshit. Yeah, they, they, and they, they say, oh, they, there's no they, proof. Yeah, there's, there's no, no proof. proof. I got fucking how many pages of proof right here? Uh, that lawsuit fucking. was 75 pages, 24 pages of which okay, this, basically summarized it, so this and then the, the rest is the the rest is 20, the affidavits. 20 pages of outline telling you what's what's proof, and. and Hey, if we go through all 20 of these pages on the outline and we find out that none of this is true, then guess what? Biden's my president. 
because that's how I am. But if half he of wins. that is true, if so, half of that is true. But that's what I'm saying. But if none of it's true and he wins, then guess what? He won. All these votes that came in for Biden and just Biden. Also, uh, Raheem Kassam over at uh, National Pulse, they did a statistical analysis. These are the numbers of people who voted only for Joe Biden and didn't vote for the down ticket. Pennsylvania, 98,000. Georgia, 80 to 90,000. Arizona, 42,000. Michigan, anywhere from 69 to 115,000 voted only for Joe Biden. Wisconsin, 62,836. And if you go and you compare uh, the, the states like Arizona that had a Senate race and Georgia that had a Senate race, and if you look at the differential between uh, Biden and the Senate candidate and Trump and the Senate candidate, the Biden Senate candidate, uh, it's it's plus Biden by five digits, like 10 to 20,000 to 50,000 votes in every one but one. And then it's. The Trump numbers barely break five digits. Okay, but I mean, if 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 you and then Sidney Powell, um, who is one of the most fantastic attorneys you could possibly ask for, she she beat the government to get General Flynn cleared. Right, this woman has been fighting the government her whole life, and and government corruption. And then she said, "This this is someone I put above." A lot of people as far as credibility goes. She said there's at least 450,000 ballots identified that the, the team has identified that only have a mark for Joe Biden and no other candidate down ballot. Well, well, here, and I mean, how many of these came in those late night vote dumps? I mean, we're, we're looking at I'm looking at the, the, the lawsuit here for the uh, Michigan, Michigan thing. OK, because that's what I have in front of me right now. Um, OK, so basically. Um, they counted ballots from from voters whose name failed to appear in the qualified voter file. Okay, so if they're if they now let's ba- let's back up for a second and talk about what that is. The qualified voter file is the voters. official registered voters. Okay. So this is the official registration. These are the people that are legal to vote as of November third when the election started. Who registered? Yes, a- these are fa- all after Facebook told us yes. for a month and a half to register. These are the people who did it. Okay, so if the election worker found that a ballot that was turned in from somebody without a name on it, they went ahead and just assigned it to a person in the voter file. In the voter file, they just okay. So John Smith here didn't vote, but Muhammad Lee did. He's so not in there. So Muhammad we'll Lee's not on our ballot, but you know we're gonna go ahead and give this one to John Smith. Right. I mean, fraud. Right. Right. You know, accepting ballots without a signature. Except when that's required by the law. Broad, you know, instruction in, instructed election workers to not verify signatures on absentee ballots, to backdate absentee ballots, and to process such ballots ballots regardless of their validity. Broad. Um, after election officials announced the last absentee ballots had been received, another batch of unsecured and unsealed ballots without envelopes, without oh, the envelopes, without envelopes, arrived in trade. So legit. Broad. <laughs> Broad, you know, and broad. Where are we at? Oh, here, here's my favorite. Right, they s- systematically use false information to process ballots, such as using incorrect or false birthdays. Many times, the election workers inserted inserted new names into the qualified voter file broad. after the election and recorded these new voters of having a birth date of one one 
1900. Broad. So some person who doesn't exist that's been dead for 40 years voted in this election. 1900. That would make you 120 years old. And, and I'm saying 40 because that would give them, what, 80? That's the average life expectancy is what? 79 for an adult male. There you go. So that's, that's a little bit over the average, uh, you know, average life expectancy. My grandma died in 96. Voters. Both I, of them. I mean, so. this is this this is nuts, and the media is saying that all of this is fake. The yeah. media, the the people who are supposed to actually investigate into these things before they, should, they put a story what out. What they should be doing is there's people in these in these Walter lawsuits. Walter Cronkite's rolling over in his grave right now. Oh yeah, with this crap. Oh yeah, and you know they call themselves investigative journalists and they just read teleprompters. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing about those those things, too, is these are all people who signed affidavits, who have names on the record, who've put, you know, they put themselves under penalty of perjury. And you have lawyers working on these lawsuits. These aren't just your uh, average, you know, run of the mill law firms that you see on the, you know, down the street that, you know, operate on small margins, might have, you know, hundred clients a year or something like that. You're talking about high powered expensive attorneys. These are the people who make more than an hour than most people do in a week. Right? We're talking four or five digits an hour for some of these people. You know, yeah. 12, 13, 15, $2,000 an hour for some of these attorneys. And they're sitting there putting their legal careers on the line. Because if you start filing all kind of false information with the court, you're going to face severe backlash. You're you going to be, be disbarred. You can be disbarred. And here's the thing too, with all the cancel culture, and the people putting together lists to blacklist Trump, uh, anyone who's ever supported Trump from polite society, is so much for healing. Um, they're putting their names on that list at the very tippy top. And I mean, so, we, you know, we're talking about these and we're not even really into it. I mean, that's just the first page. That's 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 like section one, article three. You know, we're not even into this thing, you know. And I got. And I mean, this goes on for 20 pages. This is just the, this is just the highlights. And here's 80 you pages know? from the Pennsylvania lawsuit right here. You know, I mean, it, it's just, you same know, shit. You exact have, you have, same stuff. You have election poll workers in, in uh, Detroit coaching voters on how to vote for Joe Biden, going up to the voting machines with them to show them how to vote straight Democrat. Yeah, this is all from affidavits, sworn affidavits on a penalty of perjury and political death. Because, you know, another another unsecured ballots arrived at the TCF center loading garage, not sealed in ballot boxes without any chains of custody, without envelopes. Yeah. You know, without then, envelopes. That's that, an immediate disqualifier. This is just law. I mean, that's just Michigan. We can go on and on about that in Pennsylvania. Same stuff. I, you know, same things are going down in Pennsylvania. There was actually videos that I saw. Um, I, I didn't save them and we don't have a way to show you a video, but um, not yet. Anyway. Um, of poll workers stamping a ballots, verifying them, and then voting straight Democrat. You can tell what they were voting because how the ballot is set up. The Democrat is always at the top, right, for everything. And you can see your top at the top of every section. Vote off the six Democrats. We don't. We don't even need these now. Those are good to have those videos because it's just kind of like a little bit of visual backup. But I mean, you just look at this stuff, and then you have this Dominion voting uh, software. I, I saw. Well, hold on. I saw another one today. Um, I don't know where this was at, but um, poll workers were walking up to the boxes, 
they would drop in like three or four ballots and then somebody would walk by and they would stop. And then a person would walk by, you know, walk away from them. They drop in like six or seven ballots and it's going on over a whole day's worth of time. You know, yeah, you, you're like, oh, yeah, that could be like, what, 50 votes? No, that can range up to thousands of votes here at this point. If, if it's more than one voter doing it, if that's more than one worker doing it. And more than one of those little drop points all over the city. You know, the same person dropping in six or seven, walking over to a table, grabbing another stack and dropping them off. You know, secretively, like pretend, you know, like you used, you know, when you're trying to pass notes in school, when you wanted that <laughs> stick of gum and you did it all secretly. You know, same shit going on here in the in the on video. But I mean, we're talking about like, let's just go back. So Biden's ahead in all these states by under 300,000 votes total. So if you're looking at what Sidney Powell said, about 45, 450,000 ballots in these key states, you're talking about flipping almost all these states Trump if those ballots are discarded as they should be because they came in late because they're probably not no like what's a legitimate vote, though? That's the other thing. It's like who gets to decide that? Is it the state legislatures? Yes, constitutionally, absolutely. Article one or article two make it very clear. Congress may decide the time, place, and manner of ele- and, and of, of elections. Now they have, of course, the national voting day and voting deadline and election day, but they get to decide how it's done. So no court, no thing. And the thing with Pennsylvania is 80 days out. After the legislature rejected these changes because they said, look, there's no way we can prepare our system to handle this massive change to this mail out voting, which this is the biggest fraud ever committed on the American people, because it basically turns ballots into those coupons you get from the grocery store. Right. You you send them out indiscriminately and you don't care who brings them back. So here's here's the thing. This you is don't why get to, ch- but they went to the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania, which is elected. So they went to another elected branch that's not the legislature, and then they demanded that be changed. The governor did, and sure enough, the Supreme Court, unconstitutionally in violation of the federal constitution, in violation of Article One and Article Two powers granted specifically and solely to the state legislatures, changed the constitution and interfered in the election. They committed fraud by changing the voting rolls. Hat tip Mark Levin for calling this months ago. He is absolutely right on this, and I'm with him 100%. If you alter the election laws unconstitutionally, you have already committed voter fraud. And the Democrat machines in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and Michigan, they seized on all this. And I need an explanation. I need an explanation of these late night vote dumps. I need an explanation of these statistically 90, 99, 100 percent ballots going for Biden and then hundreds of thousands of ballots going for Biden and nobody else. When this whole election was hatred toward Donald Trump and lumping the Republican Party together with Trump as the party of Hitler. Right. They have compared this man to every dictator that has ever lived and have done some of the most horrible things imaginable to other human beings when all Donald Trump did is win an election. Since January 20th of 2017, and, and they've been doing it. And there's no way that if I'm a pissed off Democrat voter that I don't vote down ticket Democrat. There's just, there's no... We should have had that blue wave. If you're mad, Captain... Don't you vote against every instance of, of what you're pissed off at? I did. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I voted straight ticket Republican. I hate doing that, but I, I normally vote with my conscience. I normally do. I, sometimes um, I just I like I would literally if I didn't like either one of the candidates, you know, I, I wouldn't vote. Actually, in 2016, I didn't vote for Trump either. You know, I voted for the Libertarian candidate. No, I, I pulled the I pulled the lever um, for Trump because I knew that I didn't. I was like something. Yeah. This guy, I didn't think he was going to govern conservatively, but I knew that he at least loved this country. I and mean, that he was a patriot. I, I knew what we were going to get if Trump won. I mean, I always had this. Well, you I, thought you did. You thought you did. No, no, I knew. I thought we knew. I knew what I we were going to get. No, no, I mean, you didn't think you were going to get this level of conservatism. You did not think. No, that. no. What I thought was that we were going to get exactly what we did. The brash asshole who's on Twitter every five minutes. We I'm got fine with that. that. I'm fine. Yeah, and, we knew that. And I'm okay with that because that's that's what y'all the policy. For. The policy I, is the surprise. I was okay with him winning. Okay, but. I didn't vote for him. I voted for the Libertarian candidate because um, that's more of my values. I normally vote towards my values. In this election, I just could not do it. I had to. I mean, I was like, I, I can't take a chance that this one, my one vote can screw my state up and here, you know, and allow Biden to win. Because now we're I in Louisiana, it. so it doesn't, you know, so it's, yeah. I we, went ahead and I voted straight, straight ticket Republican all the way down. You know, and, and I voted our amendments in the ones that I thought were going to benefit me the most. I mean, yep, because that's what I do. But I mean, this election should piss you off. Democrat, Republican, Libertarian. Hell, the, the, the Nazi. If you voted for Kanye, this should be pissing you off. Yep. You know, because. It's not a legit election. It, it sure this, as hell. This is, this is some Russian shit. It does not at all you know, look legit, and I and that's the problem this, I have. This reminds me of Putin elections, where they go in and they vote for him, and he gets a hundred and fifty percent voter turnout all for Putin. I every, mean, that's what we got going on. Every here. day that we have gone in the seven day election has, to me, the amount of stuff you have to explain to make me believe that this election was legit. That mountain is very high right now. I'm look. I'm okay it with it taking as long as it needs high. to take for us to get the right answer. I agree. Okay, we need to. I wait. mean, in 2000, we did 31 extra days on the election. While 37. We, okay, while we litigated what was going on in Florida with the hanging chat. This is not the same situation. This is not. This is not a hanging chat. This is not a vote that could be misconstrued because the punch didn't go all the way through the the ballot. This this is this is straight up fraud. You know, them adding votes for people who don't exist that were born in 1900. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're adding voters to the voter roll as you look at a ballot, if you're illegally changing votes, if you're illegally clearing ballots, if you're illegally counting ballots, if you're illegally dumping ballots, if you're illegally filling out ballots, if no, you're if you're you illegally, don't get to count that if you're illegally kicking uh, Republican poll watchers out. Because they disagree with how you're doing it. Yeah, and this is the biggest thing I mean, for me it is if you if a process is legit, you have nothing to hide. But if you start kicking people out in trying to limit what they can see, that's very suspicious. You're hiding something. What are you hiding? And when the counts turn out like they did, I mean, let's look at New Orleans. New Orleans itself was 83 percent uh, for Biden. Yes, that, that's known to be expected. I I expected that number, but you're telling me that Detroit is 96% by with 96% turnout? New Orleans didn't have 
80, 90% turnout. So, yeah. I mean, the thing is, the higher the turnout, the more, yeah, but, but the, the less the likely you are to have a but, landslide. But here's the catch of what I'm saying. Exactly. The higher the turnout, you, you're still expecting the same ratio of votes, regardless yes. on yes. who it turns yes. out. Yes. Because the ratio of voters in this country is, like we've already said, it's almost 50 50, right? Well, I mean, the voting, voting follows a pattern because people tend to think alike and act alike. You know, it's predictable because you can say, okay, uh, Clinton won Los Angeles by, and I'm just throwing these numbers out here. I, I don't have them in front of me, but just an example. Clinton won by 60% Los Angeles. Obama won by 64%. So Biden should be somewhere in the middle, about 62%. But if he comes in at 96%, that's an outlier. And it's a huge outlier. And it's an outlier that's big enough to say, hold on. Because here's California. We talked about this before the show. California, Trump was still at 34, 35% in the state of California. And you're telling me that the bluest state in America, the bluest state in America, had a more even distribution than Detroit, who now has jobs again because manufacturing is coming back, or Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, steel, steel country? Well, I mean, I mean it, he, it, it, Trump it, bought the auto industry. He started trying to bring the auto industry back into Detroit. Yeah, back into Detroit. So you, you know, got, you got manufacturing. Got them back on again. And then same thing with steel in, 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 in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, you've got all these industries and you've got these states that are benefiting from Trump's policies. And you're telling me that despite all that, and yes, G virus is out there. But no, I do not believe it was enough to swing it to 90% turnout and 99% vote for Biden. I I just don't. I don't. That doesn't track. And the outliers are all in the battleground states and they are all in the big Democrat controlled counties and cities. And they all happen between three and 5 a.m. in the morning. For the for the next five days after the and, election, and then the next few days after, we start finding more. more I mean, ballots. it wasn't even one night; it was like every night. Every night I went to bed, they found a hundred thousand more votes for Biden, and none for Trump. It, it's the the statistical. I lost so much sleep because I didn't want I didn't want I, I didn't mean, want to get any more votes for Biden. There's nothing <laughs> about this that looks legit if you're looking at it from the outside, and. The same things that were shown, I sent this article to you about uh, in 2004, the United States rejected uh, the Ukrainian election because it had unusually high turnouts, unusually high percentages, you know, like messed up outliers. These outliers, if it were to happen in a third world country, we wouldn't consider that legit election legitimate. Well, that's the thing. As the United States, we actually do send poll watchers to other, other countries. You know that, right? No. Yeah, we have influence. There, there's We have influence, not influence, but we have poll watchers that are, you know, federal, federal, federally appointed poll watchers that go all around the world and watch elections. A friend of mine, I uh, won't say his name because, you know, legal reasons and whatnot. But he is one of these federal poll watchers. He's going to Kazakhstan to watch elections. He's going to Ukraine to watch elections, believe it or not. Um, and I, he's done a couple in some South American countries. I don't remember exactly which ones. But he goes to these he goes to these countries to watch and make sure that they don't have 
fraud going on in their in, our, in their elections. And here we are in our country. And he told me this the other day. He goes, it's a sad state of affairs when I have to go to other countries to watch theirs, but we don't even have the right poll watchers in our country to watch our own election. Yeah. And to yeah. me, it's just like the turnout. And think about this. Donald Trump has gotten almost 72 million votes as of this recording. Over 71 million votes. Barack Obama, the most historic election in U.S. history in 2008, right? Unbelievable. First black president. One of the one of the. You know, the rules, if you're half, you're black, it's fine. Half. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say it every time that you do it. I know. (laughs) I know. Half. All right. So sixty nine and a half million votes, roughly. So you said it that time. Half. I'm trying to find comedy in this, man. Okay? I know. I'm so distraught. I, I got to have some so, kind of laugh. And then now Donald Trump breaks that record with 71 million votes. That's a historic turnout. But you, now but, Biden comes but, but in see, and gets on. 75 but, but, million? But you see, Trump, Trump doing that with the way the economy was booming before uh, COVID, the way, you know, the unemployment rates were, were historically never been this low before you know everything he's done for i mean come on he went up and votes in the hispanic vote in the african-american vote the female vote the housewife vote you name it donald trump donald trump increased his percentage with every demographic except white men which he lost by 13 points now here's the thing he doubled his support of black women he doubled his support from black men he dominated the Latino vote like no well not dominate but he got more Latino votes I mean Donald Trump is the, the Latino vote the reason he won in Florida Donald Trump is the demographic wet dream of the Republican Party before Donald Trump okay he brought in people that the Republican Party would have sacrificed their firstborns and some of them did get. <laughs> we'll never know <laughs> So here's another fun thing. So the the absentee, the mail-in voting, this is the advantage percentage to Biden by state. Florida, 1.3. North Carolina, 4.5. Minnesota, 4.9. Georgia, 5.4. Arizona, 6.3. Ohio, where Trump won one of the most convincing margins by a Republican in a long time, 15.3. And then we get to Michigan, 37.9. And then we get to Pennsylvania, 60.5. And that's just mail-in vote? That's, uh, that's mail-in absentee ballots. So Disgusting. How do you go from Georgia, which is still... Yeah, but they're at known. 5.4 to Pennsylvania at 60.5, given the fact that Donald Trump has been better for Pennsylvania than any president in, in the last 20 years. And Joe Biden was going to destroy Pennsylvania with his policies. He was he was ready to lose Pennsylvania because he said like an idiot on the campaign trail. I'm going to I'm going to end fracking and oil and gas. We're going to phase it out like. 
That, that should have done him in Pennsylvania. That should have done him in Pennsylvania. That, that took and it care did. of him in Texas, did, Louisiana, it, and Pennsylvania. But, but Captain, and that did it until 3 o'clock in the morning. It did it until 3 o'clock in the morning because Donald Trump was up by 750,000 votes at 2 a.m., folks. 750,000 votes at 2 a.m. I think you and I were texting back and forth on election night, and I said, there's no way that Biden can win this election without Pennsylvania. Yes. And it was... Uh, I mean, you went. You ended up going to sleep because you had to get. Well, yeah, I had a ten-hour drive ahead of me, but that was like at eleven o'clock our time, and I stayed up till almost five in the morning. Yeah, that was eleven o'clock, and I saw these late time. vote dumps, and I'm like, oh shit! I think really, I, really, I mean, is this? How, and I just thought to myself, are you serious? Like, if if I was going to steal the election, this is what I would do, right? And sure enough, it happened. I, I got I got into another uh, Facebook altercation. With somebody uh, the other day. And actually, she hasn't responded back because I think I put her in her place. She goes, well, um, you know, the loser usually uh, concedes on election night. And so if that's the case, and Biden needed to concede. Yeah. Because he lost on election night. He lost on election night. On election night, he lost. He was done. And let's, let's, be, let's be real honest right now. If Biden was ahead, because I looked at the five battleground states that did the math, he was Trump was up by 1.2 million votes. 1.2 million votes. If Biden was ahead by 1.2 million votes in those states at 2 a.m., you think all the networks would have called it for Biden? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. So it didn't just give 6,000 votes to Joe Biden. It took them away from Trump. So that's a 12,000 vote swing in one glitch. And, and I'm trying to say glitch. Look, in we, air quotes. We, we talked about this before. There's no such thing as a computer glitch. There isn't. I'm sorry. There isn't. No. Someone writes a program for a computer. It's human error. Yeah. Or if it's not even human error, it's put there in purpose. It's data entry it's error. Put there it's, it's, it's on purpose. Okay. It's not a computer glitch. And if this thing is supposed to count the votes to certify our president, this program should have been tested, retested. Tested again, yeah, and made sure it was perfect. Well, Texas, Texas, so it doesn't up. have a glitch. But here's the other part of it that really, and I mean, if this glitch was in any of these other counties, any of these other cities, how many times did that six thousand vote switch happen? You know, and then let's put the let's put this in the context of what Dominion is and who owns Dominion. So this is going to blow your mind, Captain. Dominion is actually owned. It's owned in part by Mitch McConnell's wife, and Eric Trump is the CEO of Dominion. Can you believe that? Really? No, I'm absolutely lying about that because the truth of the matter is Dianne Feinstein, Senator Dianne Feinstein from San Francisco, her wife, her husband, almost said her wife, whatever, her husband, Richard Blum. Is a controlling owner, or well, I don't want to say controlling. I don't know if that's the right word, but he's, he's a, an owner. He's an Dominion. owner of Dominion. So one, like probably the number two or number three Senate Democrats, husband owns a voting company that provides voting systems and software to twenty eight states. That's now, folks, just keeping track at home. That's more than fifty one percent. That's more than fifty percent of the country. Okay. And guess who the CEO is? Just take a guess, Cap. I don't know. I'm not. The CEO is Nancy Pelosi's chief of staff. 
Now, if it was the scenario I gave you before, how much, how many question marks would the national media have right now? If it was, if it was owned by Mitch McConnell's wife and run by Donald Trump's chief of staff. Oh, I mean, it would be all over the media. It would be, it would, it would be all yeah. over. It, there would have been calls months ago to dump Dominion because of their partisan bias. So, so basically, what this reminds me of is uh, what's what's going on now. They actually made fun of in a movie from 2006 called Man of the Year, where Robin Williams ran as a third party candidate. Yes, and he actually won oh. because of a glitch. In the voting machine. They came all the, I remember this. And that was a great movie. You I know, like when they hit they hit a certain combination of buttons, it, it automatically gave the votes to uh to Rob Williams character. Rob yeah. Williams because the program wasn't written for to have a main third party. It was written for the two party system. And when they threw the third party in, it made a glitch because they didn't test the system. And and that's kind of basically what's going on now, if if you want to keep on calling it a glitch. Which I don't, by the way. I no. mean, it's not a glitch. This is completely that whole okay man-made. Dominion's entire voting system needs an audit, a digital audit by the FBI. I I'm I don't trust this at this point. And if you think about who owns it and who runs it, I mean, you've basically got a Democrat-owned, Democrat-run vote tabulation group that's in charge of 28 states. Chew on that for a minute. Yeah, I mean... No, no room for fraud there. No room for corruption there. It, it's, it's funny that um, we now have the party that's telling us there's no way possible that fraud can have fraud or influence can be entered into our election who four years ago, that's all they cried. Yeah. You know? It was the Russia, 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 Russia. You know, they've been blaming Russia, Russia. for four years now. And now we actually have a, a, an outside entity in Dominion who's run by the Democratic Party. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll just say it straight up. You, you'll, you'll imply it, but I'll say yes. It's uh, Well, I mean, it is. The, the CEO the of the company Party. is Nancy Pelosi, chief of staff. The CEO of the company is Nancy Pelosi's Number one guy. You know, it's just kind of, it's just so, like, you can't make this shit up. It's like, the, it's like the Biden laptop. It's you know? so bad. The, the the further you dive into it, it, it just, the further you dive into it, and the more truth you find about it, the less real it seems. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I mean, the more that I dive into this lawsuit and I start looking at, at what they're actually accusing the Democratic Party of in this is for D- Michigan right now. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's in the Pennsylvania one because we hadn't had a ton. It, it's read a it. lot. Of, it's a lot. Of but the it's mostly stuff. the same stuff. Um, you know, it, it almost seems fake because you and I said that these things could happen. Months before this even took place, we Every, sat we I, sat down in this very room at anyone one point. Anyone who was analyzing this, and we said this, these same things that they did. It's like they were listening in on us when we weren't reporting anything. You know, we said these things, and they put it out, and this is exactly what they did. You know, it's just like the Trump the Trump laptop. I mean, the Biden laptop. Well, you can say the Trump laptop because everything that happened in the Biden laptop is what they accused Trump of. Yeah. 
you know? So, I mean, it's, it's almost like that's where they got the idea from. And I mean, it's not like they didn't give us a heads up about this. Look at the Transition Integrity Project. They put out a report that basically war-gamed almost all the things that are going on now, right? And I, I'm really disappointed in the Republican Party for not addressing all these concerns in these Republican legislatures for not saying, no, Mr. Court, you have no constitutional authority here. You know, hold on. We rejected these changes. You don't get to change the system. Hold on. Time out. I'm going to tell you who I'm more disappointed in right now. Okay. You, you're disappointed in the Republican Party. And you have every right to be. And I kind of share that sentiment too. But I'm more disappointed in the Democratic Party. Okay. Explain. Here, here's my explanation on that. If all of this crap that's in these lawsuits is fake and none of it's real, why is no one denying it? That's a good question. If someone's accusing me of They're something, saying if it's someone's not true. accusing me of something that I didn't do, I don't come in and say everything you're saying is bullshit. I come out and say, no, I didn't do that. And you signed sworn affidavits saying you didn't. Okay. Not a single soul out of the Democratic Party has come out and denied any of the claims that now, the Trump some of these secretaries of state right have now. and these AGs have. Some of them have. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm but, talking about the main party officials. But the party here. itself hasn't. The media has on their Biden behalf. hasn't said it. No, Biden nope. has not. Harris hasn't said it. Your, your president, vice president-elect hasn't come out and denied any. Not, not denied, but hasn't shot any of these allegations down. Okay? They're leaving it up to the media to say, oh, well, that's a false statement. They're leaving it up to Facebook fact checkers to tell us that what we're saying or what we're finding with our own research that they're not involved in is fake news. The people who have created fake news are now dictating what is fake news. Um, does, does that not blow your mind? It's the Overton window. It's it's the uh, it's gaslighting. It's a big psyop that we've been put under. You know, just and I mean, I'm disappointed in the Republican Party too for not. Not I, I just there nipping this in the butt. They, before it and starts, this is the but. other thing about the whole election is the Republicans did better down ticket than anyone expected. They made gains in the House when it all shakes out Pelosi's majority. It's going to come from down from 35 to single digits, like anywhere. It could be as low as five and as high as 13. So you're talking about wiping out half more than half of the gains the Democrats made in 2018, the Republicans are going to keep the Senate unless we allow the fraud in Georgia to continue, because then they're going to lose the two Georgia seats because the Democrats are just going to stuff the ballots again. So, and and for the, for the Republican Party to clean up like they did down ticket, they held every state legislature and they flipped two more. So now in the year of redistricting, the most important year for either political party to control the state legislatures, the Republicans now have a bigger majority than they did before of state legislatures. So th- throughout the whole ticket, Republicans came out miles ahead, definitely of where they were expected to be. But just in general, they, they, they came out better than they, they were. And then Donald Trump loses the way he did. Nah. That's the biggest red flag for me was just I, I, I don't. And this whole thing, I, 
I'm one of those people that I am at this point where I need a really, really thorough investigation and some really clear explanations of what happened if this is legit. And if it's not legit, and this is what I worry about, if it's not legit and we find hundreds of thousands of cases of fraud, but it might not be enough to flip these states. If it is enough to flip these states, it's going to be bad enough already. We're going to have a whole nother round of riots. It's going to it's going to drive a wedge because the media decided to be stupid and call it. So if things do get flipped in the in the legislation side of it, in in the in the legal battles over legitimate questions, then we're going to have more of the riots we saw over the summer. But if it's not enough to flip enough, but it's still massive. I mean, hundreds of thousands of, of fraudulent ballots are a very bad thing. I can't have confidence in a system that has that. And my question is, let's say there's hundreds of thousands of ballots, but it's not enough to flip the election. But what should be the punishment for that? If I'm if I'm in an NFL game and I cheat, and if I cheat enough in that game, doesn't matter how many points I score, it's going to be forfeit, right, Cam? So what what's the penalty? I mean, they're just going to take away a couple draft picks and maybe a lump sum of money. But what does that look like politically? <laughs> what does that look like politically? AOC's out. <laughs> okay, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, everything you're saying makes perfect sense. But I mean, if it's not enough to flip the election, then it's going to go to the wayside and it's gone. And then every election we have on from here on out is going to be the same crap. Over but see, over to me, that's the worst result. Oh, I mean, exactly. It's exactly. massive, but it's I, I not think, enough to flip the election. I mean, in reality of it all is if I mean, this is what we wanted with the Saints game when they, they blew the Rams call was we wanted a do over. I mean, reality is you, you pull out the machines again and you do a do over. No more, no more I'm campaigning. Not, I am not. No a, more nothing. I am not all 50, against all fifty one, states. Get out. And yep. Do over. Uh, or just, just the you know? ones that are in question. So Michigan, um, Wisconsin, you know, Pennsylvania, vote that Georgia, lasts, that lasts, Arizona, Nevada. You know, because in-person of COVID, voting only. Because of COVID, let's say two days to give everybody time to get there. I'm okay with okay. that. Okay, I'm okay with that. You know, don't make Complete it eight revoke. hours. Don't make it something. Make it sixteen hours and two days, two eight-hour shifts. Bam, bam. Oh, wham, I'm fine with 10-hour you know, shifts. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's done. It's over. 10-hour shifts. The and you, votes, can't, and you, you know, can't report a single vote till the polls close. However it's done after that, it's over. And we, we president-elect whoever takes takes reign on January yep. 20th. I mean, that should be... I'm, I'm actually... Theoretically, that should be the best-case scenario the best case in scenario this situation. Would, if voter fraud is found in any of these allegations. Now... But... It's if not these be ballots end up getting thrown out because of this fraud, which they should be, because if they don't follow the rules, again, I don't care if you are a real person or if you're Mickey Mouse that filled out that ballot. Or if, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God, I'm sure I think trying to vote in three states this year and only got two. You, you sound like Mr. Hanky more than you do uh, really? Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah but i mean it's just not gonna is 
if there's not enough, change it. And there's not enough to flip it. I just, I don't see that yeah. happening, though, because what's being alleged right here is enough to flip it. It should be. I mean, you're 20,000 votes from, from Michigan, right? Is that where we're at right yeah, now? Yeah, so you That's just need 30,000 so to flip it. You, you're 20,000 votes away. So if you if you pull 20,000 votes out, 30,000 votes out, then, you, you, you know, you're, you're, you're there. Pennsylvania is 100,000. Out of the of thousands that showed up that were just for Biden, you're there. Pennsylvania's. I don't, I don't know the exact number there, but if it's the same, say it's like you, 80. Say, say you remove 150,000 votes out of each state right now, then that state put from Biden's drunk because Absolutely. that's that's the differences between the two. And now you've had voter dumps of higher numbers than that. That should be. I mean, we've got allegations of all kind know? of shady so, stuff. So. I mean, if if you just remove 150,000 votes, illegitimate votes, okay, because legal votes count, illegitimate votes don't. You know, if you're dead, you know, this is the first time my grandmother voted Republican, but you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, Democratic, because she always votes Republican when she was alive, you know, I mean, let me cut that. Let me try it again. (laughs) The necromancy party, you know, I mean, raised dead voter. if, If you're alive, you voted. If you're dead, you can't. I mean, it's just that's just it. Dead people can't vote. You know, I just. I mean, there was always that joke that did the, that if you were if you were a Democrat, you voted twice. Or if you were dead, you still voted for Democrat. You know, I mean, that used to be the running joke here in Louisiana when we were when we were a blue state was vote early, vote often. You know, I mean, it's the same thing. But now it's vote late. You know, and I mean, I mean here's the thing. I expect the Supreme Court to take this up. They can't not because Alito issued that stay that said Pennsylvania, you have to keep every ballot that came in. After the deadline, separate. You yeah, but did them. they? But did they? See, because the people that actually sit there and watch that that's the on question. the Republican eyes were kept out of the That's kept the out question. The but there's enough statistical saying, okay, here's the ballot. Like They know how many ballots came in after the deadline, right? There's official records of a dump of 100,000 or 200,000 or 300,000. Well, well, to me, you should, have, you should have to count off time, right? So say in, in Michigan... Because that, that's where, you know, I keep referring to Michigan because we actually have that lawsuit in front of us. Um, well, it's not like the, the, the situation is different. I mean, they right. did pretty much the but, same thing in every state. But at, at one point, they, they took uh, Republican poll watchers and kicked them out of the room. So at the time when they were kicked out of the room, every vote that was taking place after they were kicked out of the room is now an illegitimate vote. Yes, because the law was broken. When those votes were counted. And okay, so people kick- are going to get disenfranchised. Yes. Yes, they will. And that is on the poll. That is on the counting. That is on the, the, the city and state election officials. That is on them. They violated these people's right to vote. They violated their civil rights. They violated our election system. And I really hope the Supreme Court comes back and says, look, we're going to rule once and forever that these state legislatures under the Constitution, it is their power to set the laws of the election. No one can change the laws of the election that a state has set. So whatever, anything that doesn't comport by those rules should be disqualified. That's the cleanest thing the Supreme Court can do. Are people not going to like that? Oh, hell yeah. There's going to be a lot of anger over that. 
but that's not that's the only person whose fault that is is those election officials that tried to bend and break the rules so I don't want anyone to come back and say, oh, well, you, you're about voter suppression. I'm like, no, I'm quite the opposite. I want everyone to follow the same rules. I want every ballot to be treated equally. Well, I mean, they, they, they tout voter suppression no matter what. I mean, the simplest thing they can ever do is, you know, as soon as you say, well, you know, let, let's talk basic voter law. Right. So to be a legitimate vote, you have to register. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, to show up at the polls to vote. What do you have to bring with you? I.D. That's what you should have to bring. And your not all registration states. card? That's what not, I bring every time? I don't bring my registration card. I do, I, just in case. I don't, because I've never been asked for it, okay? Because I walk in with my ID, and they look at my ID, and they bring it to my voter registration ticket that's right there in front of them. Yep. They flip to a page in the book. I'm last in the, I'm last, I'm the second, second to last person in the L's, in, you know, for my voting thing, okay? My wife is the last. <laughs> Okay, so, so we know they go to that last page. I'm there. There's my wife. We're two people on that page. Me mm-hmm. and my wife. That's it. And they they go there because they check our ID. They check and they match our address, and then we sign next to it and we go. Yeah. But they check the ID. Okay. But that's not required in every state. Why? And here's the other thing. Why don't we have a voter card with your picture, your signature? Your well, that, that's your basic ID. And, and But I'm saying like it's a voter card. But, and but, you swipe it, you vote, and you're done. But here's, here's what the Democrats do, okay? They say that that's disenfranchising people and that's voter suppression because you're acquiring an ID because not everybody can afford an ID. Well, it's free. Or not Just every, like a state ID. Or not there's everybody, not a state, there's or not not a everybody st- smart enough to get an ID. Well, if you're not smart so enough to get an calling, ID, you shouldn't So now be voting. they're calling their own voters because these are the people that they, yep. they rely on to vote. Yep. They're calling them stupid, mm-hmm. straight to their face, and they get away with it. Okay. I happen to work in an industry where we require ID for every transaction that walks through the door. Yep. Okay. Guess what kind of people I deal with on a daily basis? Low income, poor people. And guess, and guess how many what of them have guess ID? Guess what they all have? ID. An ID or a driver's license. Yep. Okay. And guess that costs $17 to get an ID. You can get a state ID for free if you're poor. There's not yeah. a state in this country where you can't get a free state-issued ID. There's not a single one. And in fact, that ID should be mailed to you on your did, 16th if we birthday. Did, if we did a voter registration card that was like an official state and government ID, I'm fine with it being free. Yeah. What's it going to cost us? Who cares? It's the integrity of the vote, right? Well, and even if it's like three bucks or five bucks, I'd be fine with paying five bucks for an ID card. And it would count just like a passport. It would count just like a driver's license. It would count just like a military ID or a state-issued ID. You could, But it's specifically key to your vote. So you go in, you scan it at the voting booth. It registers you. You you type in your vote, you go home, you go check your vote later on online, you can confirm that your vote was counted. Boom. You know, it's just the same thing. There's, but I mean, that's what they do. All right. They, it they, shouldn't they be. It, it shouldn't be. We shouldn't have questions anymore. We have the technology and the tools to they, run elections cleaner 
faster and with less errors. Yet now, Hell, dude, they're could- dirtier with more errors because we've left the process open to fraud and surprise fraud happens. Honestly, which which your card you're talking about, you could have that card with a QR code on it. You can snap a picture of it, brings you to a website, and you can vote online at home from your yep. phone. Or you can register your unique phone number and you know, your voter card there, to your to There's app. ways to do this that doesn't require people to go vote. Can you imagine if we had a blockchain Bitcoin-like app for voting for the nation? You know, it, it's, it's so easy. It, it's just it's managed by each state, manages their own It's just disgusting it? to me that every time you bring up these things or, or you say, hey, we should require an ID, the first thing they cry is voter fraud and voter suppression. Yeah. Same thing they did when we said, no, you need to go vote in person. Well, that's voter suppression because of COVID. Well, the second that they announced Joe Biden, that the AP announced Joe Biden as president-elect, what happened? People were out. And thousands on the, the street. The same thing that happened the, the when they were protesting. Were crying and said they were they protesting 26 million, 26 million in the streets in June and July and August. Shoulder to shoulder, no protection whatsoever, yelling and screaming and marching down the street, or your spittle's up in the air and it hits the person behind you, and their spittle's up in the air and it hits the person behind you, and you have tens of thousands of people's spittle. Just going right back like a wave over the top of of all these protest marches. I, I so, like that word spittle. It's great. Um, <laughs> so I mean, that's not going to transmit coronavirus. Oh no! But if I go to church and sing, if if I go vote in person, if I try to go to if I want to open my business up to people who are willing to go outside and brave the dangers of coronavirus, so stupid, dumb, stupid. Dumb, 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 dumb stupid. stupid, dumb. I mean, like I said, we said, it's not, uh, I'm not rehashing that again. I'm not rehashing it. But here there's, we are. And, there's and we can, ways to do this without, without yeah, this. And we can't seem to do it. And it's... Where's oh, not to mention, the not, political will not, not to, to secure the vote? Not to mention that there there is, is a group of Democrats out there that believe Trump will win because they're already starting to cry about um, voter majority. And you know what I hope this election does, yeah. if Trump does win? I hope it really wakes up. There, I have, there's I've people got, who believe I've it. Got a lot of moderate Democrat, I've got a lot of moderate Democrats in my family, like on my dad's side, right? And they're kind of pissed off with the direction the party has gone at the top. And I really hope that there's enough of them left to save the Democrat Party and actually bring it more toward the center. Just like I hope there's enough. And see, the Republican Party's got the opposite problem because the leadership despises the conservative base. But Trump's expanded the base and made the base more conservative, if that makes sense. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered before I'm willing to accept the results of this election. And if they're not answered, then I'm not going to have any faith in our elections going forward. And yeah. that's how bad some of this is. I'm just not, I don't have it. And I, I question why I even vote. Well, I mean, people will tell you that your vote really doesn't count. It's true. You know, if this, um, if this stuff is not explained, that statement is more true than it's ever been. You know, we, we, can, we can go on about the Electoral College, which I, I like the Electoral College. I think it's the best way to I keep. Did, I did the numbers. You know, so you take the top four states, California, New York, Florida. In Texas, and then you add in Pennsylvania, that's 10% of the states, five out of 50. 
And that would be who decides our, our- That's 31%. They, they control 31% of the presidency. They have a 31% say in the president, 10% of the states. So don't tell me the electoral college isn't fair. No, no, I'm not saying it's not because fair. I'm, if, I'm if, saying you're, if it, your it, state has 10 or less electoral votes, you have under 10%. I mean, under 2%, excuse me, under 2% say in the presidency. So like Louisiana with our eight, we have like a 1.4% or 1.5% say. Well, yeah, that's, that's why they just bypass us on the campaign trail. Right. Yeah. But like, but like I said before, we, we can do an episode later on the, on the Electoral College, you know, point out the good points, point out the bad points to how some people believe it. Uh, we both believe it's good. Um, we're going to do our best to do a non-biased uh, look at that later on. But. We just had to get this election stuff off. our Yeah, chest, I mean, man. I just can't I, stop. I can't, I'm just still pissed. I had to get so much <laughs> of this crap out of my head. I'm probably going to cut half this freaking thing. Oh, you cut more than that because we're like, what, almost two hours on this bad uh, boy? Two minutes from it. Yeah. You know? I mean, so, we I mean, can't put that out at two hours. But No. I, I mean. I got to cut this down to an hour. It's going to be fun. Just leave it my half. I will. Cut it down to half. 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 Broad. <laughs> it's all broad. I'm done. I, I, can't, I don't have anything else to say. I mean, I have tons of other things to say, but I'm repeating myself and I'm going to get more pissed off. Well, before the captain gets any angrier, folks, we're going to call it for the for the evening. Thanks for listening. Like, share, subscribe. Leave some comments. Uh, we are now on Spotify and Google. Amazon. Amazon. And as soon as iTunes gets back to us, yeah, hopefully we'll be there. It's on Amazon. Uh, but appara- apparently we're just uh, waiting on Apple. We're waiting on Apple. Stupid beach ball death. Good Jesus. evening, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day. And do your best not to let this get too much to you. Let uh, it get to us and we'll just bitch some more. Yeah. We'll we'll carry that burden for you. All right, folks, we will see you next time on the Enemy of the Good. It's so stupid. Dumb ass. Stupid ass. Dumb. 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 You're dumb and stupid and dumb. Dumb, uh, stupid you're so and dumb and stupid. Silly, dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs>